Hello. There it is. There it is. Hey. <laughs> How's your day today? It's good. How's yours? Long, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's been chill. Welcome back to the Little Things Podcast. Today, I'm joined with Sunny, who's best known for his role, Carlos, and Julian the Phantom. I want to give you a huge thanks for joining me today on today's episode. I'm so excited to talk with you. How are you doing? Well, I, I'm actually, today I'm doing really good. <laughs> today's been a good day. Um, no, I'm, just, I'm really excited to be here, really excited to talk to you, and, and um, thank you to everyone that's here, and yeah. Okay, so before we jump into our discussion, I have a game planned. I'm going to give you a color, and you're going to give me the song that you associate that song with. Okay. All right. All right. It, okay. I like it. Okay. First color is salmon. What the heck is a salmon color? <laughs> salmon color. What? It's like a pinkish orange. It's like a... Okay. 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 Uh, sweet child of mine. Guns and Roses. Next color is green. Green. Um, oh, green. Oh, what? What portion of my head when you say green? Uh, uh, ACDC. Uh, probably, um, what was that song I just thought of? Back in Black. Why black correlated with green for me, but. Oh. I had, techni- I had technical difficulties. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, for some reason, black correlated with green for me. Guns and Roses, back in black, came to my head. <laughs> Last color is purple. Purple. I immediately just thought of um, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Thank you, next. <laughs> These are very diverse answers. I I know. I went from, like, 80s to, like, Ariana Grande. I look, I, I don't distinguish colors. <laughs> so... <laughs> Colors and songs, that's not my thing. So to start off our conversation, we're going to talk about your road to acting. At what age did you, like, decide, like, hey, maybe this is, like, for me, like, I want to start acting? Yeah, so um, pretty much how I had actually originally got into acting was I would, um, me and I, I had a friend um, and my brother, we all went to this this acting class because our friend invited us. And... Um, Pretty much, we like, they would give us scripts and we would like perform and we would just kind of like do it for fun. And I just, I remember thinking it was just a fun hobby. And then I remember every weekend they would, there would be like agents that would come in like every weekend. And I just auditioned for an agent and I got like three. <laughs> and then ever since then, I just, I just got really excited. And I it was like in, I think like, I remember I was six when I started. So it was like eight years ago. Um, but when I got when I got signed by like an agent is when I'm like, okay, this is like, this is cool. I want to do this. Uh, was there anyone in particular who like inspired you to start acting? You mean like a, like an actor? Like yeah. I looked up to? Um, there was no one in particular, really. No, it was just um, because again, when I joined, I was like six. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know like, any like actors I just kind of walked into the industry you know just wanted to be me create my own you know actor and yeah that was just sort of no one in particular really for me looking from your perspective now do you think now there's someone who's inspiring you to continue acting huh um honestly is we I I I may be weird but no there's there's really been like no one throughout my life who I've like looked at and I'm like, that's like who I want to be. It's more of like, I want to create that for myself. Like I yeah. want to be my own actor. You know, I want to be me. I don't, you know, like there's been like shows here and there I've watched and I've, I found that like that character like influenced my acting a little bit, but it's like, there's no one I like look at and like, I thought that's like, yeah, that's who I want to be. You know, you want to like create like your own, like your right. own like narrative path. Right. Pre- exactly. There you go. Um, so managing the school of acting, when you're not filming for movies or TV shows, do you do independent study or do you attend public school? Yeah, um, independent study. I do. I do like homeschool. Um, and that, was, that mainly is because of acting, just because I know high school, 
I know some actors pull it off, but I can't. I'm not that special. But um, it's like you you have to like rotate a lot. Like when you're in high school and you're an actor, like you'll have to like leave acting to like hop on like a commercial or hop on like a show for like a couple months. You have to talk with a teacher and like get a bunch of work. And it's just kind of like a lot. Homeschool is just easier and faster. All my friends roast me for it. We're not going to real school, but <laughs> whatever. I'm making more money. It's okay. <laughs> when you, what's the hardest part when you, when you're filming Julian the Phantoms and having schoolwork to do, like when you got like pulled aside in the trailer? The hardest part for me was, I would say number one, staying like focused. Number two, the hours. Because for, for the focus, it's like, um, Usually when I would do school, like what would happen is I would come in in the morning, I would do school, they would go and like fit me and dress me and like do my hair and like, you know, prep me. And then I'd come back to school. And it's just like, I was just constantly getting taken out and in, out and in. It was like really hard to just like get in the zone. You know what I mean? Especially when I would come back from set because I would do school in a trailer with Sasha. And we would usually just like talk like a lot. <laughs> um, and it was just like, it was just kind of hard to stay like completely focused. And another thing was like the hours because I'm like a, uh, cause I'm like a teen. They couldn't work me for like a certain amount of hours. Yeah. So I, I would, I legally would have to get like three to four hours done in like a day, like of school. So when they would like finish, like when they would like, when I would finish for the day on acting, I would have to stay behind on school for like, sometimes like a couple hours because they just didn't get a bunch of school done before and it was just the hours that it was hard to work out so that those are probably the two biggest things for me during school and acting do you think if you weren't being pulled out of the trailer constantly and like not having so many things to do it would have been easier for you to finish your work yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's i mean i'm not complaining because it's like acting was great i loved acting on set but yeah i think it would have been a lot easier for me to like sit down and focus. But then again, I, you know, I was a very talkative person. So me and Sasha might've just talked the entire time. I don't know. Maybe, maybe what I'm saying isn't true, but. It's kind of like I, actual school. Like you go into the classroom and then like teachers talking and you're talking to your neighbor and then you don't get any work done. Yeah, except when I was in actual school, I had to hide it. <laughs> you see, when, in like the trailer, it's like, um, our teacher didn't like teach us because I was homeschooled. Like there was like a teacher on the screen that would like make videos for us and we would watch them and do all that. So like, since it's not like a live video, obviously they can't see me. Yeah. So it's like, I could just talk while the video's playing and like get nothing out of the video and like rewatch it later. It was, it, look, I'm not complaining. It was fun, but school is rough. <laughs> school is rough. It is. Public school, you got to pass notes and then teacher passed catches you passing notes and it doesn't end well. Yeah. I remember public school too. That was, no, that one, that was bad. <laughs> Being the age that you are now, do you have advice for people who are your age and want to start acting? Um, yeah, um, I would just say get, get used to no's, you know, get used to rejection. Acting is a very, acting's a, like a, Acting's like a, a kind of an activity that's, you get a lot of rejection and you get a lot of like, no, you didn't get the job. And it just, it can get discouraging over like long, long periods of time. Cause I know it did for me, it just got discouraging. And like, there was times where it's like, I just like, I found no point in auditions cause like I wasn't getting anything. So I think that just the best thing I would say if you want to start acting is just get used to rejection, get used to no's, you know, build your confidence. Do you think that, um... Of being as, oh, I can't English. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going down to like talking about auditions, you said like you have to get used to a lot of no's. When doing Julian and the Phantoms, what was that audition process like for you? Yeah, so I remember I got I got the script, and actually immediately I loved the script. I loved the character Carlos. Um, I thought I just I, I just kind of liked the way he like interacted. I liked it. And it's funny because the scene I auditioned for actually got cut out of the actual show, but maybe I can go more into that later. Um, remember, I went in, I auditioned. I just loved Carlos, but at the same time, I was so used to, like, no's. For me, it was like I didn't get my hopes up. 
but it's like I, I would I then got a call back right and then I got my hopes up a little bit more <laughs> and then I went in I felt intimidated I, I have a story on like my TikTok about this but I felt intimidated by the person I was auditioning with so then I was like really like don't get my hopes up um then I got a call that I got the job and it was just like a I had auditioned with Maddie and, and Kenny it was it was a really really like kind of intense like audition process because it's like the kid next to me I told you I was like intimidated a little bit was in there for like 20 minutes and like I don't know it was just I over I overthink things it was it was intense um how old were you when you got casted this was in like 2019 um so it was like 11 12 12 ish so I um yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in 2019, so I was like 11 or 12. Um, how did you feel when you found out that you were casted, and who told you that you booked the show? Okay, so I was, um, I was, at, I was actually at school when I found out, because this is at the time where I'm like, I was at public school. So I remember I had just gotten out of like our PE class. I remember sitting on like the staircase on my school, because uh, lunch was about to start. And then I remember I'm getting a call from my mom. And I figured, oh, no, I forgot my homework, didn't I? <laughs> so I answered the call. I'm like, hi, mom. And, you know, she, she, broke, she broke the news that, you know, she got the call and that I got the job. And for me, it was like I was at school, right? And I was surrounded by friends. So it's like I couldn't, like, flip out. But I was really excited, and I really wanted to flip out. So I waited until I got home, and then I flipped out. But it was – I was really – I was really happy. I was just excited, like – Again, I, I love the Carl, the character Carlos. So it was just I was I was really excited. What is it like for you knowing that Julian the Phantoms got canceled? Yeah, um, that was that was because it was really it was really sad because um, I remember late twenty nineteen when we had finished filming Julian the Phantoms. I had it was. It was when I filmed my last scene, I remember. This was the last scene I was ever on set for. It was um, the scene where I'm actually calling my aunt. Uh, I'm calling Tia, and I'm telling her, like, uh, it was like the tummy toot scene. Um, it was it was that scene. I remember that was the last scene I actually ever filmed because we don't, like, film in order. Yeah. Um, so I'd filmed that, and I'd walked off set, and I, I just remember, like, I just started crying because I just, like, remember when I was an 11 year old kid and also just it wasn't as much as like the cast or not the cast it wasn't as much like the show although I loved this, like working on the show it was like the people that were around me you know like I, I loved hanging out with like Kenny you know I loved laughing with Madison while we were at the table and spaghetti I loved you know filming that scene with my dad I loved like the scene with the ghosts I just like it wasn't as much as like the content we were filming. I just, I really loved um, just the people that were around me, you know? So I remember the only thing that was like comforting me back in 2019 when I had stopped filming. Cause I remember I went to the trailer crying and I remember thinking like in one year, like I'll be back here, you know? So it's like, it's fine. Like I'm going to see all these guys again um, because it really did. It became like a family. Like, yeah. we spent Thanksgiving together. We spent, like, Halloween together, I'm pretty sure. Like, we spent, like, so much time with each other. Even Offset, like, I hung out with, like, Jada and Madison a lot. It was just, like, it was more than just we, went, we like, went to work, worked, and left. It was, it was more than that. Um, so when I heard, like, you know, it got canceled, there was, like, part of me that was, like, dang, like, not, a, like, no season two. But, like, it was more so of, like, dang, I'm not going to see these, like, people anymore. That, that kind of affected me. Back to what you had said. You said that, like, the cast became a family. And I think that being on a cast, regardless if it's a musical, theater musical, or if it's, like, a full-on play production or a cast on a TV show or a movie, I feel like as you get to know these people on the cast more, you start becoming a family. And then, like, it's just like rough to know like oh you're not going to see these people again but you still keep in contact with them yeah 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 we still i remember like on opening night um maddie had texted me like it's it's you know like this is just the beginning little bro and it's like all that stuff like it all comes back to you 
You know, like every time she's called me your little brother offset, and every time I've called her my big sister offset, and every time I've pretended like Charlie never existed because he's a ghost on the show offset. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just all that stuff like comes back to you when you realize it won't happen again, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, and obviously, and anyone who works knows that like, well, I, I hope you know, or I, I hope your relationship with your like coworkers like this, where it's like, since you spend so much time together, you guys do start to bond really well, you know? Um, so that was sort of what it just was for me. Do you think that if the show, like you had said, you don't film scenes in order, do you yeah. think if the way that you film scenes out of order, if the show was put together just like that without being put in order, do you think it would make sense? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, my, because I remember we would work on like episodes at a time, but like, mm -hmm. We work at episodes on a, at a time. So like for the episode, it would make sense. But like, since we filmed episodes at a time, we went in different order of episodes. Like we did like the seventh episode, like second, like the first, like fourth. And it, it would trust, it would make no sense. <laughs> like you'd be randomly, like you'd have like this hologram band and then just randomly, like we'd be going to their death. It just, it just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> um, how I don't know if you'll know this, but how many scenes were your double casted into? My double. Um, well, I don't know if you guys have seen my TikTok. I don't know if you've seen that one like joke where Kenny actually put like a short glimpse of my double's like face in so you could see like I'm not actually there. It was during like the final episode. But I think because for me, it's like there was a, again, there's a certain hour I couldn't work yeah. like over. I think it was like eight, nine hours, maybe 12. I don't, I don't remember. But legally, they couldn't work me over that many hours. Um, so that was the only reason they didn't put me in some scenes. Um, but really, I, I think I'm going to say like three or four, I think. I don't think there was that many because there's just no reason to besides like the hours. Um, I'm just going to say three or four. Just a guesstimate. What was it like for you working with the cast of Julian the Phantom? Dude, I, <laughs> it was, well, number one, I'm just going to say we were, we were just like <laughs> poking at each other the entire time. Um, there was last, it was funny because we would turn like everything into like a musical. Like there would just be random conversations and Charlie and Madison would just be singing it to each other. <laughs> it, was, it was just funny. Um, Kenny would come and like hype everyone up and, we would uh we would do this one like thing where we would all like we would all stand up and we'd all just like sing this song before we filmed the scene and it just hyped everyone up. It was really fun. It was like a it, it was really like we could make a reality show just off of behind the scenes of Truly and the Phantoms. It was it was just like it was so it was like comical. It was like it was sad. It was it was fun. It it was it was great. It was it was a very like magical set. So going on to your character that you played in Julian the Phantom, his name is Carlos. Do you consider yourself consider do you consider yourself similar to him? And if so, how? Yes. Oh yeah. See, Carlos, like what what I've noticed is Carlos has um he's a very like he looks at stuff and he goes, Ooh, that's interesting. I'm gonna look into that. I'm very, very like that in, in my life. Like, I look at stuff, I'm like, that's interesting. I kind of want to look into that at some point. And um, what I've also noticed is Carlos is very, very curious. See, I, I'm a very, my close friends, which I saw, I, I, I see one of my friends in the chat right now. Hi, Nathan. Um, they, they can all tell you, I, I'm a very, like, naturally, like, curious person. Like, I just, like, I like to snoop around a little bit, like not crossing like boundaries. I just I like to snoop around a little bit. Like I like to get some dirt on people. It's just, it's funny. <laughs> um, I think in that way, I'm like Carlos. I also, I relate to being like the, the little brother because I, I have an older brother that I like to uh, poke at and tease at, call, call him weird, you know, <laughs> like like in Julian the Phantom. So that's, yeah, that's what it is for me. If you could change Carlos's name, what would it be? If I could change Carlos's name, I would, I would change it to, uh, huh? I could change Carlos's name. I don't know. I, I'm not. 
I would now. I, the only reason I would change Carlos's name is because the uh, Carlos Ponce on set, the the person who plays uh, the dad, his name literally is Carlos. So Kenny will shout like, "Carlos, do this," and I'll be like, "What?" And then the Carlos Ponce will be like, "Okay, I'll do that." Oh, he wasn't talking to me. <laughs> uh, I would change it. You know, I, I would love to have it. It's just sunny. Like it would just be normal. It would just feel. It, it always feels weird for me in acting names. Like, they'll, they'll call me by, like, my acting, like, role. And, like, there will be, like, a moment of, like, confusion for me. They'll be like, right, right, I'm, I'm an actor. This my acting role name. That's what they're saying. <laughs> I, would, I would change it to Sunny. I know. I'm boring. What is your favorite part about the show? My favorite part about the show? Um, like, working on the show or my favorite part of just watch, like, when I'm watching the show? Both. Both. Okay. Favorite part of working on the show was uh, favorite part of working on the show was how much Charlie and Madison teased each other. Yeah, that 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 has to be number one. Uh, my favorite part of, of like watching the show though, um, I can tell you my least favorite was watching my scenes because every actor has this thing where they can't watch themselves. <laughs> like maybe not Madison, but every actor has it. Um, but my favorite part about watching it has to be like. I don't know. It's like I, I obviously worked on the show and I knew everything that would happen. My favorite part about watching it is seeing it all like on the big screen. Because like I watched it. I watched it being filmed through the camera lens. I didn't, never actually watched it all get put together and edited. We didn't get to see that early. So that was, uh, that was an experience to get to see it like all put together after I had like filmed and watched it happen. That was my favorite part of watching. I feel like when you watch yourself like back on like certain things, you notice all the small little mistakes yeah. that you've made. And you're like, oh, yeah. I should have fixed that. Yeah. So like, I understand where you're coming from with that. But it's like no one notices. So it's yeah. like <laughs> my, my goal is just don't say anything. They won't know. <laughs> I'm perfect, guys. I didn't make any mistakes on, on scene. On the, and Zero the mistakes. I made no mistakes. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know that. When filming scenes with Owen, Charlie, and Jeremy, how hard is it to not break character and act like they weren't there? Oh, oh, uh, it was that was really hard. Um, I remember it was during the uh, the spaghetti scene where we're all sitting down and like eating spaghetti, and the boys come in. I remember I, I got pulled to the side by one of the people, one one of the people that worked on set, and um, they said, "Look, like I know it's weird because it's like." three grown dudes are coming in and it's like you have to pretend like they're not there and they're like just whatever you do like do not make eye contact and do not react to whatever they say they said like as soon as you re make eye contact the camera will know and we have to reshoot because it was just that important that i like didn't acknowledge them so for me it was like while they were talking i had to like block them out like i just started thinking of like random stuff just so like i really got the idea of like Wait, why is my sister, like, talking to herself? Like, where are we in the script? You know, it, it really did cause, like, a sense of confusion for me. I think that helped a lot. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was really hard. It was really hard. When Carlos found the box that he had discovered the French dip recipe, but he also discovered that the holograms that Julie were playing with were actual ghosts. If, do you think if you could rewrite the script, would Carlos tell Julie he knew about the ghosts? Well, I mean, at the, at the end of, like, episode nine, I think he mentioned it to Julie. Like, he said, like, let's have a talk. Don't ghost me. He did the wink. Yeah. Uh, but are you talking about, like, would I make him say it sooner? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think I would. Um, hypothetically, if there was a season two, what I think I would do is, like, show, like, flashbacks to, like, a conversation. The conversation, like, we were going to have is what I, I would want to happen. Um that's what that's what I would want was like a would be like a flashback to our conversation. I don't think I I like the whole like mysterious portion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like I knew, but it's like there was more I still had to figure out. I, I just I, I like the way they did it. I don't think I would change it. When you did the salt scene, what was that like? Because I know a lot of people have like these like not theories, but like there's a lot of stuff branching off of the salt scene that you filmed. Mm hmm. <laughs> salt scene was it was great um 
We had to film it a lot of times because I, I messed up a line like a lot on that scene. I don't know why that just wasn't my day that day, but I remember I was walking. I was walking in. There was one time where I think what had happened is I had accidentally like bumped into like uh, Owen, and then I like had to. I like went around him because I accidentally bumped in and they're like, cut. And then Kenny's like, wait a minute. Like we should have somebody like walk through Owen. So it was like, cause that was never planned. That was actually improvised me walking through like Owen. So then after that, we started like filming me walking through Owen and stuff. Um, but the salt scene in terms of like when I was salting, everybody was, my problem was every time I would salt, I would like look over my shoulder and like then salt. They said, no, just like, don't, don't look over your shoulder first because the reason I was looking over my shoulder was to see, like, oh, like, Charlie's right there, Salt right there, Owen's over there, Salt, you know, and we, yeah. I can't be looking at the ghosts. Um, you can't so they, they just said, just randomly, just just do it. So I just randomly did it. Um, when Owen was screaming about how he thought he was going to die, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was, like, holding in everything I could. I think if you were to look at my face, you could probably see, like, a slight smile because I was really trying, like, not to laugh. <laughs> I'd like distract myself. I don't know if you like, I'm not sure if this made it into like the scene, but I was like flipping the salt in my hand because I just try to distract myself because Owen's great. Oh, that was great. <laughs> when you were doing the scenes with the three ghosts, who was like the hardest to avoid, like to pretend like they weren't there? Because you mentioned that Owen is really funny, but also the other two are also funny. The hardest to mention, the hardest weren't there um mm, i'm gonna say like huh that's a good question because they were all really hard um i'm gonna say jeremy though i'm gonna say jeremy because jeremy like in terms of actual like on like when you're actually watching julian the phantoms yeah. jeremy's like the jokester you know what i mean and Jer obviously Jeremy's the one who like trolls me and my aunt. Jeremy's like me, me and Jeremy have like weird like weird interactions on the show, like with the French dip. He was probably the hardest one because in in like Julian the Phantoms, he was just really funny, and I <laughs> I tried not to laugh. I was I was always holding back laughter when I was working with Jeremy. Um, how do you feel about the Julian the Phantoms petition that this fandom has started? There's I think over 165k signatures to get yeah. a season two. How do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I, I, I actually feel great. <laughs> I think any like opportunity we can take to, to bring back Julian the Phantoms, I really think we should take advantage of. Um, obviously, maybe a little bias coming from me, but um, <laughs> again, it's just like I shared before, just the energy around um, the energy around the cast, just the people I was with. It was just such a magical time, and I would like. I just, I want to be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go like flying to Canada and flying back. Sometimes it was a little bit like hard and sometimes stressful, but it was, it was all worth it, really. Um, I, I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm happy it's got, what, 100,000? That's, that's great. It's insane about like how fast this petition is growing. Because at first, like, I remember first time I heard about it, there was only like 100 signatures, and now there's like thousands of signatures on that. Yeah, which is crazy. No, everybody, everybody is talking about how Netflix committed an injustice, <laughs> and it, I, you know, I just want to see Julian the Phantoms again. I think that would be great. There's an Orpheum project going around where they're trying to get certain places that have the Orpheum to put uh, Save Julian the Phantoms on it. And yes, I, think... I saw that. I saw one of that, and I think it was TikTok. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> that that was really cool. That's really cool. If Julian and the Phantoms got a season two, what would you want to happen after the cliffhanger? <sighs> That's a good question. I would say, like, what would I want for, like, the scene after? Or what would I want, like, for, like, Nick and, like, the cliffhanger? Um, for the scene after. The scene after. I would love to see, like... I would love to see Julie, like, invite Nick in. And I would love to see, like, how the boys interact, or how specifically, like, Charlie would interact with, you know, Sasha. Because you remember at the school, like, uh, Sasha and Charlie had a little scene where, like, Charlie's, like, mocking yeah. Sasha a little bit. I would just love to see, like, 
Charlie's like reaction to like after he got possessed. Maybe they sense like Caleb in him. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I really see Kenny. I, I kind of want the script. <laughs> I would. I would. I would still love a script, even though we're not. Maybe we're not working. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would want to see. Going into your past times in quarantine, you started learning how to play the electric guitar. How long did you first start practicing each day that you had time to? If I had time, it was every day for an hour. Because um, I had started right after Julian the Phantoms. And part of me was just like, electric guitar is really cool. Another part of me was like, season two, like, you know, I'd love to get like a scene in there. <laughs> where yeah. like, um, where like Luke's teaching Carlos the guitar or something, if I can see them. Like, I would just love something like that. Uh, so I, I started, you know, doing it a little bit. And it was like every day for like an hour for, for a while. Do you remember the first chord that you learned? Yeah, uh, it was it was the power chord. Yeah, I remember it was. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was the power chord. I remember because I remember it, it like when I first did the chord, it like killed my hand. Yeah. And that, now it's funny because it's just like do a power chord. But now then it was like oh. <laughs> so <laughs> power chords are not fun to play. The well, I well, I, 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 I love power chords. But, but not at first, not at first. They're hard to learn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite song on the guitar that you like to play? Yeah. Um, so I learned Now or Never, the, the Julian the Phantoms opener on guitar. That was that was a lot of fun. That was, I would say, probably my favorite song to play. Because I actually, when I would practice that song, like, every day, I actually was able to play that song, like, pretty smoothly with, like, very little mistakes. So... That was probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite one to play. That's really cool. Do you have a favorite sounding chord? Again, that has to, like, I don't say I necessarily do. I'll say I do if there's, like, if you put on, like, a track and, like, music, and, like, certain chords will sound really good um, to, like, certain different songs. I would say, like, again, I'm into, like, a lot of 80s rock. Like, I've always been into 80s rock. So the power chord has always been like, just my face is so common. I love it. Which power chord though? Mm. I don't, like they're all like, oh gosh, that's a really good question. I wouldn't say I have like, again, it all depends on like the beat you give me and like the song yeah. you give me, like what works best with the song. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's one that's necessarily easier, one that's necessarily harder. They just sound better to different sounds. Um, what is your favorite song to listen to right now? Right now, um, well, I've been listening to a lot of worship music because I'm a Christian recently. Um, so uh, my favorite song has been a song called "Faithful Now" by Vertical Worship. That's that song just blows me away every time I listen to it. That's been my favorite song. I think I've heard that song, but I'm not entirely too sure if it. You have to listen to it after. Yeah, I'll have to after. listen to it after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you an email after. <laughs> I will. Um, what is your favorite artist right now? Ooh, it's look it for like three years now. It's been Guns and Roses, and I'm I'm sticking to my Guns and Roses, I guess. <laughs> uh, look, Guns and Roses. It's just just great it's just always been my favorite i don't know why what are your top three artists right now uh top three artists right now Ooh. uh okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna head towards the 80s again <laughs> uh, i'm gonna say obviously i, I already said guns and roses would be one mm -hmm. two Ooh. um yeah, I'll, I'm going to give it to ACDC. And then three is as weird as it sounds because I'm going to rock to pop. I'm going to say Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, I, I've just it, like, I've liked Michael Jackson's music from like when I was like two foot four. Like I, I was, I've always, you could ask my parents, like four-year-old Sonny was like doing the moonwalk. Like <laughs> I, I have the sparkly glove in my room. Yeah, my yeah. <laughs> I like how your music tastes is like '80s and then like pop, 
like I, even in the I beginning. Know. It's such a such a variety, and then when we went to worship music, it was I know <laughs> such a variety. Which is good though, because music is always fun to listen to, and I think having that variety, you don't get bored mm-hmm. listening to yeah. like the same genre. Right. Because I know some people somehow don't get bored, but I personally can't listen to the same song over and over again for like 10 hours. I can't do that. <laughs> I've done that with a few songs and then I get Maybe sick for like an mouth. hour I can do that. I can't, I can't do it for like five hours though. <laughs> I've had an artist on repeat for about a month. And like, it, like once like, I get like used to the songs, I'm like, okay, I can listen to something else and kind of um, go into the process of trying to figure out what I like better and then how to incorporate that into my guitar playing music yeah because I started playing I got I've been playing acoustic for a while and then I was like oh electric guitar like I like the way it sounds in certain rock songs right so I I got an electric guitar and now everything I listen to is like electric guitar centered. nice (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) yeah music which is weird I don't listen to music actually as often as like most people but when I do, obviously, I have a good time. Um, you enjoy, in your free time, doing football and mar- mar- martial arts. Yeah. Do you play football, like, on a team, or is it just something that you do in your, like, free time? No, I know Matt, I was just looking into that, but I was a little late. Um, I, I have played on a team before, but right now I'm not playing on a team. Uh, I really want to play on a team, <laughs> but I, I, again, I started looking a little late. You know, there's not many football leagues out right now, but um, yeah, I, football, football has been a really big thing for me. Uh, I've just been really big on football this year. <laughs> when did you start doing martial arts? <sighs> like, cause, okay. Cause I went to Julian the Phantoms. I took a break from martial arts because I was on set, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I had forgotten about it or, you know, COVID and stuff. And I, and I, I just got back into it. But when you, if you're asking when I started, I say I started and I think it was 2017 or 18 for like, so like three to four years now. That's really cool. It is really cool. <laughs> Your hopes for your future. Future. Do you want to continue acting as you continue to get older? And if so, why do you think that you want to stick with acting? Um, that's a that's actually that's a question I've asked myself a lot. Is like, do I want to continue acting? The the honest answer is yes. I would want to continue acting, but I don't know if I will. Um, just because as I um. As I get older, I know there are more things that are like, obviously, as I become a, an adult, there's going to be a lot of things that, you know, I know I'm going to get asked to do that I don't necessarily like want want to do. Um, yeah. So do I want to keep acting? I, I do, actually. <laughs> I, I love acting. Um, I don't think I will. I think like... I'm gonna probably go on for like a couple more years, but I don't think it'll, it'll last forever. Um, would you consider releasing music? Uh, probably not. I can't. Look, I can't sing. <laughs> I can't. I know it's weird. Like, I told. I always told my parents, I'm like, I really hope Kenny doesn't ask me to sing because I really can't sing. <laughs> like, just keep Carlos the little little weird brother. I like to. Hypothetically, think. if in in a season two, that. Kenny would want some uh, Carlos to have a solo and you had to sing. Would you do it? Oh gosh. That was like my worst nightmare on Dealing the Phantoms. Like Kenny would ask me to sing. Like uh, <laughs> Well, obviously I think if Kenny thought I could sing, then maybe I could sing cuz Kenny something like Kenny can see talent from like miles away. Yeah. Um so if Kenny was to ask me to sing, I would just trust Kenny. I'd be like, okay, maybe I can't sing. But um, oh, it would take a lot of self-convincing. I'll say that much. So we're going to jump into a fan Q&A where fans can ask questions in the question bo- box on the live. I also have some written out that we'll start with while people are typing them into the question box. So yeah. to start okay. off, 
what is your dream project? If you could be in any movie that's coming out, any TV show, what would it be? Uh, Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. Um, I auditioned for it like last year. Uh, I didn't get it, but that was my dream job. <laughs> it, it went away for me, but because at the time that was before I cut my hair, so I actually had like the looks for it, but uh, I didn't. You could didn't. do a one man show. Exactly. I'll, I'll play Percy. I'll, I'll play Grover. I'll play everyone. <laughs> you play all the um, not monsters, but like the creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play all the creatures. <laughs> I'll play Poseidon. I'll play Zeus. I'll do it everything. All. Do yeah. all the editing, the directing. Yeah. I'll finally pass Maddie and followers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a group. If you were to um, create that one man show, it's like a group project where like you're the yeah. one doing all of the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of money. That would be. be a lot of money. Ooh. Maybe I should do that. Benny, <laughs> you're watching this. Not too late. Carlos and the Phantoms. <laughs> what is your favorite theory about season two about Julie and the Phantoms? I, okay, I haven't dug deep into like these theories. I heard, um, I heard, I heard. <laughs> sorry, I just read one of the comments online. Uh, I, I read one. I, I read a theory once where it was like Caleb, the curse he put on the boys. Um, pretty much there's somebody higher than Caleb that gave him that same curse. And pretty much he put the curse on the boys so that if the boys like joined the band, like the curse would be lifted off and Caleb could cross over. Um, that was a theory I heard. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't think it's likely, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that was probably my favorite one. What is this Caleb soup theory? I've never oh, heard that. Oh, gosh. Oh. So I went live on Instagram once. I don't, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the theory. I just remember it was the most wonk thing. <laughs> I don't remember how I it started. Of the soup theory, but I don't know what the soup theory is. I heard it at one point. I just, I forgot what it is. I'll be honest. It was a pretty wonk theory. <laughs> it was Does fun someone, to listen to, but it was pretty weird. Does someone watching on here know about this? That they can explain the theory, so then we can get an idea of what it is. Because Caleb. that seems very interesting. Caleb soup. <laughs> oh no! No one really. That's surprising. Oh, yeah, yeah, something. something. Oh right, Caleb. it was something like that. Something oh, it was like coming that. soup out of his top hat. <laughs> That's what it was. I just remember, I, I remember it was like an inside joke between the friends and somehow it got really popular. The next I've been active <laughs> for so long. If you could play, oh, what was your favorite scene to film in Julian the Phantoms? Oh, oh, um, the scene where Reggie's trolling me. That, <laughs> that was really funny. That was really funny. At first it was like, um, First, it was kind of hard because I had to hold the iPad. Like when the when you saw like my perspective on the iPad, there was a camera that literally like was recording my iPad. Yeah. Right? I was trying to hold it because it, the the screen was like green screened, right? I was trying to hold it like, and I had to turn the brightness low because, and I had to hold it in a certain way because we, the reflection was getting the camera. Mm -hmm. So I remember we had to mess with the lighting a lot and do all this different stuff. Uh, so at first it started like exhausting because I had to hold my hands up like this for like an hour, two hours and while we were doing that. And it was like, but I'll admit like when, when I'm taking pictures of like Reggie and like uh, when, I, when I'm just being, when we're being trolled with the, the, the windows, it, it, that was my favorite scene. That scene was so fun. That scene is really funny. <laughs> um, if you could play any instrument, what would it be and why? I would stick with the electric guitar. I think this is my, my instrument. I don't know. I don't know why. I just really like the sound of it. Um, it's in pretty much every song. Like, I just, 
I just like it. I don't know. <laughs> electric guitar. I feel like with your music taste too, like electric guitar makes a lot of sense. Since the like the 80s, 80s, 80s music. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if Carlos could see the ghost, what would go through his mind? If, if Carlos were a ghost. Wait, sorry. Say that again. Okay, so if Carlos could see the ghost, but Julie doesn't know that the ghosts are visible to him, what would go through his mind? Huh. Um, I think it would have something to do with trolling Julie. Something to do with like, uh, huh. I don't know. Like maybe like, I don't know. I, he'd do something to like just mess with her a little bit. Like, oh, who's that over there? <laughs> or like, you know, I don't know. Something like that. Just do random stuff like accidentally um i don't know like accidentally push like a ghost or something i don't know something just something it would be something funny just to mess with her something As, chaotic yeah so, that's carlos what would you like carlos's storyline to be in a hypothetical season two um for me i would i would like for them to like dive deeper into that character um because obviously we saw carlos we know his mom passed but, like, deeper, I mean, like, you can really, like, connect with, like, his thoughts more, really connect with, like, you know, how he's feeling. Like, he's more than just this little brother who's, like, kind of annoying at times. Like, you know, I would really just like to see a real, like, a very real connection yeah. between Carlos and the boys or a very real connection to his mom, you know, and, and what happened, how it actually affected him. We saw a little glimpse of that in Julie and the Phantoms, but I, I would want for them to dive deeper into like the heart kind of a Carlos, I think. That would be very cool to um, like yeah. watch like happen to get yeah. more of an insight of what's going on. Um, what experience slash knowledge in the acting world did Julian the Phantoms and Kenny teach you? Um, it taught me, well, about the acting world, it, it taught me that acting wasn't what I thought it was. Like, um, being on set wasn't just this like director yelling at you to do it right. Like it's not like you have to be completely perfect. There was some lines that I improvised that got put on the show. Acting is, is really just, you know, you're meeting up with family and you're coming together and you're, you're making a project together. You know, that's kind of how I viewed it after I got off of Julian the Phantoms. And I think that's like the biggest thing it taught me. Uh, the next question is what, Besides Carlos, who is your favorite Julian the Phantoms character? <laughs> Reggie. It's come on. Come on. It's Reggie. <laughs> Definitely Reggie, yeah. Um, if there was a season two, how do you think they would explain your age shift? <laughs> Sam, I see you. Um oof. Um the age shift i don't know um what i that's what I, I was actually thinking about that the other day i was like so if i went back if i ever went back like would they want me to still try and act like immature would they try and much would they try and mature carlos or would they try and immature sunny you know like that's something i, mean, I always kind of right would they make me grow up my hair again like i don't know i i'm not entirely sure i think they would they have no other choice really but to just pick it up where they left off. Yeah. Like that's that's where I feel like the plot was. Like they can't like skip in the future. I feel like they just have to continue. Um, if you could be any character on Julian the Phantoms besides Carlos, who would you be? Any character? Well, my last options would be boys because they're dead. So. <laughs> I would preferably hmm. I'm say Nick. Nick is a pretty chill. Chill dude. It just feels like he has a normal life. Oh, he got possessed. Wait. Uh oh. <laughs> Little dilemma here. Um Huh. I I would I would say Trevor Wilson, but um he also got he he has ghost haunting him for the rest of his life now. I'm not sure where I would stand on that. I, I I'm just gonna say Nick because I assume that 
that Caleb would come out of him eventually. This just popped into my head, but Nick got possessed in on the in the end of season one. Yeah, yeah. And he was dating Carrie. So if they were still together, then that way Caleb could somehow do something to get Trevor. Oh, that's an interesting thought. You need to make Trevor join the band. <laughs> I know, because I, I know, like, for plot's sake, Caleb would have to come out of, like, Nick eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's an interesting thought. Maybe you'd do something with Trevor. I'm not sure. I, 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 would, I, I think it'd be cool if Kenny, like, posted the script online so we could all see how he's planning on, like, doing things. But what if Kenny doesn't have the script for season two then? I remember I was talking to him uh, when I left for Julian the Phantoms, and he, he told me I had a really, really big role in season two. And I just, I, I had a really, like, a lot bigger role. I was going to be in it more. Um, never happened. But, you know, um, I was really looking forward to that. I know he did start writing the script. when Because Netflix, according to Kenny, Netflix loved it. Like, while we were filming, they just loved the idea. They loved the script. I'm not sure what reason they had to not bring it back. But for whatever reason, Netflix made its choice. I, we have no power in that situation, yeah. unfortunately. Besides the petition. There's a theory around saying that Julie's mom is in the Hollywood Ghost Club. Huh. I think I might have just said there's a petition, but I meant there's a theory. There's a petition. <laughs> um, the Hollywood Ghost Club. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. It's definitely possible. Um, if that were the case, I would wonder what her reaction was to seeing the boys play on stage. Um, yeah, that that would just be my thoughts. Eh? What was the reaction to the times where the boys were at the Hollywood Ghost Club? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really sure how that would work. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you for joining me today. I had a lot of fun talking with you. Um, to those who are watching this, um, if you want to listen to it when it's up live later on my podcast um, podcast site, I'll put a link in my story in, within the next 48 hours. Um, make sure to go follow Sunny because he's amazing. Um, thank you for joining today. I had a lot of fun getting to talk with you no, about that, all these yeah. topics. No, thank you for setting this up. This is just a of really cool opportunity. I love interacting with the fans. I see some friends in there. I see you, Zan. Sorry, I stole your house. Uh, <laughs> I I won't go into context on that, but <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Um, I just yeah, no, th just thank you for um, for setting this up. I, I had a great time, you know, answering questions. Um, I just really appreciate the opportunity, and I know I know you'll go far if you can keep reaching out to people. So thank you. Of course. I'll see you guys next time for the next episode. And thank you again, Sunny, for joining with me. I will send you the information for this once it's up. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.